everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to butterbeers. It's Brian and Alan here, and of course, we want to thank you for joining us for episode 66, as we take a few minutes to talk about butterbeer with Brian. How's it going today, Brian? I'm doing well. Um, you know, it's kind of nice to have a have a week off uh, from recording, but we did miss you guys. Uh, we hope you guys use that time to go back and uh, check out any episodes you may have missed, but um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about with Universal. We had a good time, uh, Universal and Legoland. So uh, we had a good time. Kids kids had fun. We did a lot of new things. Um, excited to be back at home and get back in the routine, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, glad to have you guys back or, and happy to talk to you guys about what you just did. So I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Before we kick into our new series, we've got a couple little things going on here with this one, and we're going to have uh, another upcoming episode with another one of our mouse gear, uh, eight fellow gear agents, who was mm-hmm. just down there uh, at Walt Disney World for the 50th anniversary, too. So we're going to get a chat with her and see how she uh, enjoyed that. She actually took um, no kids on that trip. So that's like one of her first trips with no kids. That, that's the way to do it. If you're going to experience the 50th anniversary for the first time, see all the new things, you got to go like with adults. <laughs> no kids, kids are just right? going to kind of drag you down. They're not going to want to look at all the stuff, you know. Like, wait, this is new. This is new. There's yeah. so many like decorations and things to see that yeah. that's pretty cool. Especially as a travel agent, you, you got to kind of experience all the new things and really just get your pictures. And, you know, we'll talk about that in a little while. But um, yeah, I mean, you and I, we love going with no families and just other over the travel agents, talk business, get all the, you know, new stuff. But it's hard to do that when you got kids kind of dragging you or just family members, you know, everybody has yep. an agenda and it just makes things a little bit more difficult to, to navigate and see all the new stuff. So that we got, is, we true. got a different perspective than, than the normal person going. That is true. Yeah. So, well, in case you guys missed it, like I said, uh, last episode, uh, we finished out our series dedicated to the 50th anniversary before we took a break. Uh, we talked about some of our favorite things at the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, which included one of Alan's favorites, the Haunted Mansion, uh, my favorite Yay. beach and yacht club, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, the Plaza, After Hours events, and cast members. We love our cast members, so we definitely wanted to show them some love. So uh, if you missed that episode, go back and, uh, or any of the others, you can go back and check those out. Um and we, we hope you do so. We hope you share those with anybody that you think will love them as well. And um, yeah, like the, you said, Alan, this week, we're just going to show some uh, love to the Butterbeers and Universal and uh, Legoland and, and just kind of share my thoughts, I guess, my, my in, infinite wisdom on those places <laughs> that I gained over the last couple of weeks. Because it was different going with families. Uh, I will say that it was it was definitely different going with with the kids and, and Mandy who hadn't been there for a while. So, yeah, because the last trip where you went to Universal, um, I didn't make that trip, but that was an agent trip, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was all know. adults. Yep, and you know it was we skipped a lot of some of the kids stuff because we'd already done it uh, the year before with the travel agents again. Um, this time it was you know strictly kids you know focused. Uh, we we focused on them. Uh, what they wanted to do, which surprisingly was spend a whole lot of time in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I thought they would kind of branch out a little bit, but we didn't. So um, it's easy yeah, to do. There are so many yeah. cool things to see in there. Yeah, yeah. So so let's kick it off. Let's start. Where did you stay? Uh, so we flew in on Saturday. Uh, we checked out. Um, we rented a car. We checked into Aventura at Universal. It's one of their. Um, moderate resorts 
Um, we it's kind of modern, contemporary, kind of right. Like, it it oh. is, yeah. So it's it's very uh, sleek, uh, kind of uh, neutral colors. Um, there were some blues, but most of it was white, grays, uh, light browns, things like that. Um, kind of remind me a little bit on that end of the um, Coronado Springs uh, with with okay. the look and feel. Um, but we had a uh, kids suite. Um, and we, you know, so we went up and I'm going to post a video as soon as I get it edited on my Facebook page. But it's um, you walk into the room, you have your closets um, to the left. The bathroom was on the right. It had a stand up shower separate of a tub. Um, so that was nice. It had double sinks and then it had a water closet as well. So it was a really big bathroom. Uh, you have a full working desk in there. So if you are one of those that has to um, stay in your room and work, you have plenty of opportunity to do that. And then we had a full, probably 30 foot long panoramic window uh, that over our, our room overlooked um Sapphire Falls, so we could see Sapphire Falls, we could see Volcano Bay, we could see both uh, of the parks, we could see City Walk. Um, we were on the 16th floor, which is as high as you can go, because the 17th floor is a full working bar um, at night. I've uh, been up there, and it was actually really nice. We didn't go, we were going to, but time just didn't really work out. The times that I w- was able to go, it was closed. Um, we tried to make it up there for, to go see that we were told you can see fireworks from Disney. And I was like, there's no way. Um, you can, you can. So I was, I was told that and I was like, well, I'll try. But when we were at Volcano Bay, I was like, okay, there's Epcot. I was like, that is so far away. Um, so I was like, you know, I really want to see that, but we just didn't get the chance. Um, but in, in our room, Mandy and I had a queen bed. We both had nightstands. The kids had two twin beds and a TV, a separate TV themselves, uh, divided by a half wall and a curtain. And then they also had a little TV room with a fold-out love seat as well that had a TV. And the window spans the entire room. So um, basically you could sleep. It says sleeps five. You could probably sleep six in there if you have small people and just didn't say anything. But um it, it was very roomy. We That was probably the best room setup we have ever had at any of the resorts we've stayed at, Disney or Universal, uh, for, for our dynamic. So um, that was very nice. I will say the food options, not the greatest. Um, it was kind of a hard time getting anything. You know, we got pizza the first day, um, but it was like just sandwiches, and it, it wasn't, you know, anything to get excited about. Let's just say that. Um, okay. We could walk to Sapphire Falls if we wanted to. Um, uh, City, City Walk was kind of far. Um, that's this probably. I mean, we didn't spend a whole lot of time there. We we kind of did, but not too too long. Um, we stayed there. Let's see, Saturday night, Sunday night, and then we checked into uh, Portofino Bay for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, so we get the express passes. Um, and that, that room was just a standard two queen uh, room, but the bathroom was um, about the same. It didn't have a tub. It just had the stand-up shower, two queens, uh, water closet, two double sinks. So um, we did have a uh, balcony that walked mm-hmm. out and uh, overlooked the pool, which was pretty cool. Um, the pool at uh, Aventura... Nothing too impressive about it. We did like the pool at Portofino Bay. It did have a sandbar. 
Um, it was zero entry on that side. And then it had a uh, water slide uh, for the kids that went into a four foot, three and a half foot um, pool. So Abigail was pretty much able to stand up throughout the entire thing. There were a couple of spots that she couldn't, uh, but she's only four foot tall. So um, that pool was pretty much perfect for her. Um, and it, it was a really cool setup for there, but they only have two pools versus Disney where you have their deluxe. They usually have a little few more pool. Options. Yeah. Three or so. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, would you recommend either of those resorts to guests? I, I would highly recommend Aventura, um, okay. for that moderate budget, um, for Portofino Bay, the atmosphere is pretty cool. It's it's kind of like you're stepping back into an old Italian town uh, mm-hmm. that uses water transportation a lot. Um, we chose that one over uh, Royal Pacific because it looked like it was a little easier of a walk just in case we wanted to do that. We took the water taxi every time because um, we, we turned once we checked into Portofino Bay, we turned in our rental car because we didn't need any more since we only really wanted it for Legoland. Mm-hmm. Um that one, the, the, it definitely needs a, a little bit of updating. Um, there were some spots where you can tell it had been loved on a lot. Um, some of the walls had some puncture marks in it and the carpets hmm. were kind of stained in the hallways. Uh, there wow. Was, At Portofino? Yeah. There were some, wow. uh, smells in the hallway. Um, but I mean, as far as the actual resort itself, um, we walked over to Hard Rock. Mandy is not a big fan of Hard Rock. Uh, the atmosphere there, she just said it was kind of too loud at the elevators and stuff, but we wanted to go check out the pool. It's definitely not a Disney deluxe resort. Mm-hmm. Um, we did see more families over at Portofino Bay than we saw at Aventura. Actually, at Aventura, mm-hmm. we saw a lot of young adults, um, teenagers, things like that. But at uh, Portofino Bay, we saw a lot of kids over there. Uh, which at Disney Deluxe Resort, you and I both know, we don't see a whole lot of kids a lot of times. Um, it's a, yeah, it's not a as of often. And, not yeah. as often. Um, it did seem like it was a very large resort at Portofino Bay, uh, but the water taxi it ran every ten minutes. Um, we never had to wait for you know we whatever one we were in line for, we got on. We never had to wait for another one. Uh, coming back from Universal was a little different, but at our resort, we never had to wait. Um, the first night we walked around the park and then we decided the boat looked like it had a long way. So we decided to take the walk. It's not as easy of a walk as I thought. Not to Portofino. <laughs> yeah. If you're staying no. at hard rock, it's a, it's a decent walk. If you're staying at yeah. Portofino, it's a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a about a 20 minute walk, which is after a long day at a park, it's definitely, um, uh, you yeah, it's know, like uh, that I walk definitely... to Grand Floridian at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely not from uh, Hollywood Studios to Beach or Boardwalk. It's definitely not that walk. So uh, it feels a little bit longer. And I think it's because there's some hills and um, you go over bridge, uh, go under bridges and stuff. But um, I don't know. I mean, I would definitely probably give it another chance just based on the price because it is one of the um, smaller or one of the cheaper ver- options for um, – Portofino or for their universal deluxe. Um, but Aventura, yeah, we definitely would stay that at that one again. We, we liked it a little bit more than we liked, um, uh, what's the, uh, Cabana Bay. Um, so okay, really? which I know is, is yeah, I enjoyed Cabana Bay. Right it was okay. Um, uh, but as far as the motif and stuff, um, we, liked yeah, it's a different, different style. Sure. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, um, you know, Port of, uh, Cabana Bay is very like uh, 50s, 60s retro kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, Aventura is definitely more sleek and modern and yeah. a little more straight lines and elegant and minimalist yeah. kind of. So it, it is a completely different feel. Um, well, I have I clients, at, I, I have I clients like... checking in at Portofino in just a few days. So I hope they well, enjoy I, I it mean, too. You know, we, we were kind of, like I said, focused a little bit more on kids. We didn't use the restaurants really. We used the Starbucks um, mm-hmm. for breakfast and, and their muffins and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's we didn't use Mamadella's or you know, we use Sal's. Uh, we did use that one for dinner. Um so, I mean, I think if we didn't have the kids, maybe we might enjoy it a little bit more. We'd, we'd sit out in the uh, courtyard and kind of watch the, the water and stuff a little bit more than we did. But, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. We we did like the parking garage situation over at Aventura a lot because we, we used that the first two days. Um, you go in, you go in an elevator, you go down to the Aventura level, you get out and then you walk across the hotel, maybe 500 feet to the elevators to go up to the room. That in itself was so much better than Disney because if you park at a Disney parking lot to walk to your room, you're going for forever sometimes. Like your room's usually not close to the to where you park. True. So that that was better. Um, like I said, we didn't use the the uh, parking lot at Portofino Bay, but it it looked to be pretty close as well. But Portofino Bay is kind of spread out a little bit. I mean, it's it's long versus where a lot of these are tall or wide. Right. Yeah, it's a bit longer. Um, if you are not staying at Aventura, don't go in the parking garage. Just letting you know. Yeah. Don't go. So we made that mistake once when we went to go for drinks and uh, we went to that lounge at the top. And um, so we did when we were up there, you, you because it's big glass walls um, up at the rooftop bar area. So we were able to see fireworks from Disney up there. I mean, it's in the distance. But you can definitely sit there and see them. Um, we had a couple of nice beverages, and then we went down to leave, and it was like fifty four dollars for parking for like two hours or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so we ended up going in and like v- getting them to like validate our parking or change it to something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, don't park in that garage if you're not staying there. That's yeah one important tip we want to share with everybody because yeah. Not well, they, good. They tried way. to charge us. Uh, I think they tried to charge us forty nine dollars, and you know we were staying there, and I was like, no, we've already we've we've prepaid it. Um, like we, it was part of our thing. We went ahead and prepaid it, and they tried to try to charge it again, and I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. So they were they were really good about taking it off, and I mean their their customer service um, was phenomenal. Except for one time, I was I had a client that was trying to find a sweet option with Kings or whatever. So. I just happened to ask. I was like, "Hey, man, I, you know, I walked up and said, I, I'm a travel agent." The guy said, "Oh, I'm a front desk uh, clerk or whatever." And I was like, "I don't need your smart mouth right now, man." <laughs> <laughs> I had been on the phone trying to get this reservation figured out for hours, and you know, I'd been in the parks all day, and I was like, "I don't, I don't need this." And I was like, "Do you guys have any queen or king options that I can just walk through and, and record and, and send it to him?" He's like, "We don't have any rooms available whatsoever." And I said, "Really?" And he said, "Yeah." He said, "On Halloween horror nights." All of our rooms are booked up. Yep. And I and I noticed that walking around the parks, uh, which we'll, yeah. we'll talk about a little bit later. But it was definitely di- different than Disney. They they say at Disney, you want to go to the parks when they have the after, after hours events. 
Universal, you don't want to be in the park the day they have after the uh, after our events. It's crowded. It is very yeah. crowded. And especially when you hit those moderate price points like that, um, you know, the guests that are there, it's, it's a late night. So it's always nice to be able to just go over and catch some Z's pretty close to the yep. park once you're there. So, yes, definitely on that one. Yep. Yeah, I remember my Halloween Horror Nights days when I worked there. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was always an interesting scene. <laughs> yeah. It was just for the, the guests that were walking around too. I was like, you guys know the party starts like in 10 hours, right? You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to dress like that now. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So. Well, cool. So let's yeah. talk about the uh, the park. So it was great information about the resorts. Let's talk about the park. So where'd you go first? What'd you do? So like I said, we flew in Saturday, uh, checked in Avatara. Then on Sunday, we decided to drive to Legoland. You know, we rented a car. We got a pretty good deal on it which we definitely felt more comfortable doing that than we probably would have Ubered, which was our original plan was Uber all the way to Legoland. Since normally there will be a bus from Orlando uh, or from that area to uh, Legoland and back, but it's not running or we couldn't find any information on it. So uh, we, we spent the money, which was well worth it to, to get the rental car. Um, We drove to Legoland. They opened it. 10 i believe um, that's a good 45 minute drive or so from universal right yeah so so we left uh i guess i open it at uh yeah 10 uh we left about eight forty-five just to give us some some time to buffer we got there right as soon as the park opened um and then we kind of legoland is is different than universal and disney together like it's just mm-hmm. you know legoland universal you've got your resorts right there within a five minute drive to the parks. Disney, it's a 15 minute drive to the parks. Legoland, your resorts are right there walking distance to the parks. Um, You park, everybody parks in one parking lot. If you're staying in the resort, you have your own entrance to into the parks. Uh, Legoland has three resorts. Um, Two of them are right there at the park gate. The other one is across the street. So it's a little bit different, but that one is more of a, uh, I think that's their kind of their, their villas and their, um, more house style uh, resort, but um, mm-hmm. Legoland was completely empty and we did go on a Sunday. They were having for the month of October, they're having Halloween events on their weekends. It's included in your ticket price. So that was kind of nice. Um, it's their 10th anniversary as well. I didn't realize Legoland had been around for 10 years, uh, at mm-hmm. least that, that park anyway. So um, there were lots of things going on. As soon as you walk in, they only have like four or five. Uh, no, I guess they had about 10 turnstiles to get in the gate. They only had two security things going, like, you know, where you walk through the metal detectors. Um, you know, we didn't even have to wait in line for that. We basically walked in. So um, when you go to Legoland, you do have the express pass option, the fast pass option for, you know, the Lego version. I don't understand why anybody would pay for that, to be honest. Um we didn't have to wait for more than 10 minutes for any ride except for maybe one, but that ride only held four people at a time. Anyway, mm, it's the, uh, okay. the great Lego race that um, you're sitting in a kind of like a, a four person car, two people in the front, two people in the back and you go up a hill and it's a um, like one roller coaster car on a track that is about two feet wide. And the car is about, you know, four or five feet wide, four feet wide, probably because you're two people in it. And you're over, like you're hanging over the side. So that was pretty cool because you do go up and down some hills, but you're also about, you know, 75 feet in the air maybe. Um, 
riding around this. So it, it could be a little nervous, ner- nerve wracking, I guess, if, you know, for people with heights or, you know, just unsure about how things go. But my, my kids loved it. Um, Abigail wanted to ride it over and over again. The, the cool thing about Legoland is you, you walk around the parks and there's these massive statues created by Legos all over the place. I mean, there was a birthday cake that was 20 feet tall. Uh, made out of Legos. Um, there's an Albert Einstein that's 20 feet tall. There's a Statue of Liberty. There's a full-size 1967-ish Mustang out there made out of Legos next to the driving center. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, these, these designs are all over the place. There's elephants that shoot water out of them. There's hippos. Um, it's, it's just a completely different experience than Disney or Universal. Um, and I mean, they, they really loved it. They, uh, I don't know. Uh, my kids are really into the, um, uh, the Lego masters on Fox that comes on periodically. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a fun show. Yeah. So, uh, we went in the, I mean, it has to be the world's largest Lego store. Well, Um, I say, and Blaine is very into Legos too. We've talked about that before. He's got some great sets. Yep. So we walk into the Lego store they have there. Um, they're, they're just big gift shop that has all the different sets they have available and they have this area roped off. And so we walk up to it and, and look and all of a sudden, you know, Blaine and Abigail both get really excited. I mean, you're not like, we have no idea what's going on. We, we don't know why they're excited. And they said, these are the top three finalists from the Lego masters. These are their builds. Oh, and I was like, oh. nice. I said, that's pretty cool. So you can actually go see, um, those and you know, we got our pictures in front of them. Um, like I said, they had the 10th anniversary, so there's a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, their fireworks show is something that I've never experienced before. It's a 3D fireworks show. Like you okay. have to wear, you have to wear, yeah, <laughs> you have to wear 3D glasses. You don't have to. Um, if you don't wear the 3D glasses, it's just a regular fireworks show. Okay. But they put something in these 3D glasses that anytime you look at any kind of light, it turns that ball of light into a Lego brick. Wow. So while they're shooting these fireworks up in the air, when they explode, it looks like Lego bricks falling out of the sky. That's pretty cool. It, it was pretty cool. The music with it was pretty cool. It was kind of pirate themed because the whole leg uh, fireworks show was based after um, Captain Brickbeard, I believe is his name. Um <laughs> which is, you know, a Lego captain, one of the pirates. Uh, they do have a, a very cool fireworks show. They have a very cool water show where um, Lego people and pirates and everything are out on the water with jet skis and boats and things like that, doing different kind of stunts. Um, it's a very cool experience to do for the day that, you know, we have never done before. We may not ever do again because Blaine is on the verge of being too old for a lot of the stuff. And like he's 11. So, um, it's, it's definitely geared, the whole park is geared for kids. Um, and they tell you that going in. Like if you're looking for thrill rides or anything like that, you're, you're going to be a little yeah. disappointed. They do have a couple cool roller coasters. Um, there's one for, that's something to do with dinosaurs. There's another one that's uh, the Lego Dragon set. Um, the Great Lego Race. Um, there's one called Flight School, which is kind of like Flight of Passage. Um so, I mean, it's definitely geared towards kids, but I mean, it was fun for both of my kids. And there were other kids there who were a little bit older than Blaine, but you can tell we're not used to rides and roller coasters who were having a good time as well. So uh, it's really just based on your family and your kids. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they loved it. 
and we can get into their top rides, you know, if we want to in a few minutes, but, um, I don't, it's, it's just a different experience. And for the price we paid, cause we got a good deal on Expedia, um, which I booked through myself. Like I did go through a travel agent and the travel <laughs> agent got those deals. Cause I was price watching. Um, it was fun. Like it was one of those, I, I felt like I was on vacation doing something new and different and had no idea what I was getting into and just kind of walked around like a tourist. And I was, it was very easy to do. Unlike Disney, you know, Disney and universal, it's, very complicated and difficult to navigate those parks. Legoland was not that way. That's good. It's a pretty big park too. Um, mm-hmm. Comparable. Yeah. So Legoland actually used to be um, the Cypress gardens park for Florida. Mm-hmm. So uh, they bought that back. I want to say, you know, late nineties, early two thousands uh, and converted that over or started the conversion. So yeah, you, it, you it's can a actually cool still park. walk through. The Cypress Gardens, like there's still there's still the garden the, section, the, yeah, yeah, it's still there. So uh, we were going to walk through it, but it was closed at the time. Uh, but we just happened to notice it while we were over there at uh, the Mini City, which was I don't know, probably half an acre of you know cities built from Legos. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I'm kind of a big kid too. I think it'd be kind of cool to go and at least see and check out all the Lego stuff and. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, who doesn't like to go and play with Legos or see Legos put together yeah. cool things like that? Um, I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely was, was something different. And, and again, like I loved looking at the cities where you're, you're standing kind of a little bit far back behind a, a flower wall and there's signs that say, can you spot uh, the great pyramid of, of Giza or, or the, um, what's the, the cat? Uh, the Sphinx. Sphinx. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you spot the Sphinx? Can you spot the Golden Gate Bridge? Um, you know, so it asks you if you can see these different things. And I mean, some of them are very far away, but you can still clearly see what they are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, they're, you know, it's called a mini city, but some of these buildings are 10 feet tall. Yeah. Which is crazy yeah. still. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's cool. Yep. So glad everybody enjoyed that. Um, yep. So that was a cool trip. So then you went to Universal after that, right? Did the parks? Yeah, we yeah we did Universal. Uh, the first day since we were at Legoland, um, by the time we got done eating at Ruby Tuesdays, which we haven't eaten in Ruby Tuesdays in probably ten years. Oh, so. Ruby Tuesdays, <laughs> I miss them. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we went. Uh, by the time we got back home and drove home and got gas and everything, because we had to turn the rental car in, mm-hmm. um, it was close to eleven o'clock. Um, okay. The park closed at nine, so by the time we ate and got out of there and got the, the drive back, it was close to eleven. Um, we decided to go to Islands Adventure the next day because we were just kind of playing everything by ear. Um, they opened later than Universal Orlando. And um, I think they open at 10 and Universal Orlando open at 8. So uh, we did Islands Adventure first. The first thing we went to was uh, Forbidden Journey. Kids absolutely love that. Uh, and then we hit Hagrid's early in the morning. Mm-hmm. We rode Hagrid's five times in three days. Wow. So, yeah. Um, we, the longest we had to wait for Hagrid's was probably about 45 minutes. Everything was shorter than that. Um, so that was awesome. The lines at Universal, I, I was kind of thanking, because it was, we went the, the week that the 50th anniversary stuff started, you know, first mm-hmm. opening up, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that first weekend. Um, and then we just kind of was walking around saying, thank you, everybody that went to Disney. <laughs> the line the lines at disney were pretty long it wasn't that way at universal at all uh um, lost the coaster i kept watching it thinking maybe i could go jump in line and just do that you know single rider um 
it was 20 to 35 minutes. Uh, I was going to ask that. Did the kids do VelociCoaster? They did not. Uh, you know, Abigail height wise wasn't, wasn't there. I don't believe uh, we didn't even give her the option to go on anything that went upside down. Um, okay. Blaine is not ready for anything upside down, which is, which is fine. He's, he's not my thrill seeker. Um, yeah. Everything's Abigail, different. That's fine. Yeah. Abigail absolutely loved anything thrill related at universal. Um, she wants to do the Velocicoaster. She wants to do Rip Ride Rocket. She wants to do Hulk. And I was like, you'll, you'll just slide right out of the seat. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she she almost slid out of the seat going, you know, uh, when you lay on your back on Forbidden Journey. So I was like, well, we'll, we'll have to see. Uh, well, at least that one has shoulder harnesses. Yeah. Rip Ride yeah. Rocket has just got that odd, like, round lap yep. bar thing. Um, I love roller coasters. I did not love Rip Ride Rocket. There was just something a little unnerving about the straight up and then yeah. the way that lap bar, yeah. it just, it, it didn't make me feel as secure Hulk. Mm-hmm. I'll ride Hulk all day. Um, yeah. But that one was kind of weird. So yeah, she, um, she loved the mummy. Uh, she got to do it mm-hmm. once. The second time they said she was too short and I was like, whatever. Um, we just literally went on. Nick, you guys watched us walk by. Um, <laughs> but they said she was too short. I was like, whatever. So uh, she loved that one. That one, she did come out of her seat quite a bit. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, you got the lap bar. So, um, I mean, it, the crowds were great. Uh, like I said, we barely waited for anything. So we did Islands of Adventure first. Um, about lunchtime, I think we ate at uh, Circus McGurkis. Um, and then we hopped over to uh, Universal Orlando. Um, kind of did a few things over there and then we, we, we went back to the park or went so back. So when you hopped though, did you go out of the park and go around? No, or did so, you do... yeah, so we did the, we did the Hogwarts express. Okay, cool. Um, back. And so we, they saw that show. Um, I, and that's, that's a tip I guess we need to go over. So when, when you, you have to have the park hopper option, yes. the park to park pass for the Hogwarts express. Yes. Um, it is a different show both ways. So when Correct. you go to universal, it's one show. When you go to islands adventure, it's another show. Mm-hmm. Um, we did it from islands adventure to, uh, universal Orlando. And then, um, we didn't do it the way back at all. They weren't too impressed on the way to, you know, when we left islands adventure, um, but then the lines, it, it was 45 minutes anytime we checked it to go back to Islands yeah. of Adventure. And the kids were just like, we'll walk. It's not, you know, and I was like, well, you know, you get to see it. And they're like, yeah, it's okay. We're, we're, we're good. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that that's one that they were just, you know, whatever. But um, it, it didn't, it doesn't really save you any time if you had that 25 minute wait or whatever. And that's with the Express Pass yeah. uh, because we had those from Portofino Bay. Um which honestly we probably didn't even need. I mean, it, it did so save us. The universal express didn't get you a shorter line for Hogwarts. Well, it, it did. It was 25 minutes or so. Uh, oh, instead of 45? 45 minutes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, so, but I mean, it is, you know, shorter and that's the thing we kept kind of saying we didn't need these express passes, um, mm. but we did everything we wanted. We hopped, uh, went from both, you know, we visited both parks every day, uh, all three days we were there, including one day we did Volcano Bay and both parks. So okay. Um, On the Hogwarts very... Express, are they putting you in a into a cabin with other people, or was they it are. just your family? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they they were putting six in a cabin. 
Okay. So they are still being a little cautious uh, with with the social distancing and um, some of the, uh, I will say, they do recommend mask. Their website says you're required to have mask anytime you're inside on an attraction or on a ride. Nobody was wearing a mask. So if that's something people are concerned about, um, just be aware that their Legoland was the same way. They're not making you wear them at all. Inside, outside, doesn't matter. Hmm. Okay. Um, we, we we took them just in case and we were going to, but we figured since all of us just had it, we're still good for another month or so. Uh, and we all have our vaccine. Well, Mandy and I both have the vaccine. We was like, I mean, yeah. if yeah. nobody else is, us putting them on is not going to save anybody from catching it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that way. But uh, And then we did um, Ollivander's as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, normally with Ollivander's, they'll put 15 to 20 people in a room. Mm-hmm. I think we were in there with 10 okay. uh, at a time. And I was surprised on the Ollivander's wait. It was only about 10 to 15 minutes of wait um, anytime somebody wanted to do it. So well, that's we, with we, the lower crowds that were over there for the 50th, I'm yeah. sure. That, yeah, that had we, to do we with didn't that. get to. Um, I still thought they would be a little bit longer, though. Um, we didn't even have time to finish a chocolate frog between the four of us before we had it, before we walked in. So, one chocolate frog? Yeah. Yeah, we got one chocolate frog between the four of us. And we, I mean, it, it was pretty hard to begin with. It mm-hmm. needed to soften up a little bit. But yeah, we just, we started eating it. And the next thing, they're like, we need you guys to put that away because you're going in. And we're like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> neither of my kids got chosen for all of Anders. It was some guy that already had a wand that already done the show. And I was like, oh, you suck, dude. But, um, <laughs> but how was the show? Was it good? It was good. It was good. Um, they they were a little unsure, I think, of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I kind of told them, you know, what to expect. And so they, they were hoping they would get chosen, but they were both kind of like, we don't want that one anyway. Um, Ron wanted either Harry Potter or uh, Dumbledore or um, Sirius Black's. And Abigail wanted Hermione. I think that's the only person other than Harry Potter. She knows their names. So... So they did got you, they got Harry and, and did you just uh, call your son Ron? <laughs> Blaine wanted Ron. <laughs> oh, okay, or, okay. Or <laughs> I was like, wanted, what? Blaine, <laughs> Blaine, Blaine wanted Ron, Hermione. I mean, Ron, uh, Harry, or uh, Dumbledore, or uh, Sirius Black. One of those. One of those three. Yeah, or four. So I think when you go through the show and they, it's this whole like the wand chooses you thing, kind of like from the movies. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's supposed to be a really cool interactive thing. Yeah. Apparently, though, if you don't want the actual wand that chooses you, you can still pick whatever wand you want. But yeah, yeah, yeah you can. Uh, They're going to happily sell it, you those, especially the interactive ones are what fifty five a piece. I think they've gone up. I think it's sixty um, mm-hmm. and uh, sixty five because I thought mine was fifty for the interactive or fifty five, and then when I paid for the kids, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys owe me some money because I had taken <laughs> you know fifty bucks for them each to to buy a wand, and I was like, I know this isn't going to cover it, but it'd be pretty close, and I was like, well, yeah. this is, you know, so um, I've only seen that show twice. Both okay. times were during COVID uh, mm-hmm. season, so I don't know how different it really is. It is kind of hard to understand the wand maker with his mask on, um, so. You know, if you're looking for the true Harry Potter experience, maybe wait until the mask mandates are lifted uh, mm, for yeah. employees, um, so you can understand him a little bit better. But it, it was it was pretty neat. Um, it was the same show both times I've seen it, so I imagine it's pretty close to what it really is. But yeah, uh, I think that's did, pretty much the same show too. I don't think that one changes a whole lot. And I've only done it at um, 
in Diagon Alley. I have not done it in uh, Hogsmeade, but I okay. imagine it's probably still the same show. I would think so. so. I would think so, yeah. So, so, so yeah. what were your favorite attractions at Universal or the family's favorite attractions at Universal? <laughs> so we were, again, we wrote Hagrid's five times. Okay. Um, Blaine loved Spider-Man. Uh, he loved, he loved flight of the hippogriff. That's, that's his kind of style roller coaster, which okay. we've been on. Um, it is not the barnstormer at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is not quite seven doors mine train. I would say it's kind of in the middle of those. Mm-hmm. So it's a good coaster for kids who are just getting into coasters and rides. Um, but the, the Hagrid's was Blaine loved Hagrid's. Um, he didn't want to ride the motorcycle, which is fine. He, he really loved the sidecar. His thing is he likes to, he has to feel secure. In the sure. vehicle. Sure. Yeah. Um, so even going, I was like, Blaine, you're almost upside down on Hagrid's, man. I mean, you're very, very close on some of those corners. Um, those are the top. I mean, Abigail loved the mummy, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Transformers was one of Blaine's favorites. And I was like, yeah, it's not mine. It's, you know, I don't, I don't really care for that or Spider Man, but um, that was pretty cool. I think they both really liked the Born Spectacular, except it kept breaking down. But um I mean, during the show that yeah they they so it's it's really cool they they explained kind of how these things work mm-hmm. the the scenes that move in the show are built on basically giant roombas mm-hmm. where they have like a built-in gps that kind of navigates where these things are going to go and if they come off track it's not like magnets or anything like that it's 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 its own artificial intelligence basically is what it is yep. um if they come off track, the whole show stops. Yep. Nothing, nothing moves. So that way nobody can get hurt or anything like that. Apparently these things kept coming off track. Hmm. Um, so they, you know, we finished the show, but it, it, you know, the, the 15 minute show turned into like half an hour, um, you know, and for kids just sitting there watching a dark screen or whatever, people walking around trying to figure out what's going on. That's trying to get the set pieces back on the right guide wire. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, I mean, they, they really liked that until it broke down. They loved the Simpsons. Um, they, let's see, Blaine really liked, um, Jimmy Fallon. Um, we did minions twice. They, they liked the minions. They thought that one was cute and funny. How about men in black? I know you're all about the competition. Uh, we didn't do so well at men in black and we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I did better at men in black than I did at Legoland. Um, but uh, Mandy kicked my tail at Legoland. Um, <laughs> At a girl, to, yeah. So, but they they were really into. We did Gringotts a couple times. Okay. Um, but they they were really into the the Harry Potter stuff. Basically, if it was a Harry Potter ride, they were they were gung ho about it. Um, you know, Blaine did make a good point, and I think that he kind of the third day it started bothering him. But if you're somebody that's prone to motion sickness, Universal may not be the best place for you to go. True, there are uh, a lot of screens and a lot of motion. Yeah, and he he did say that third day that his head was kind of hurting a little bit, and he said that you know I, he thought it was from a lot of screen time, and I don't know if that's from Manny and I telling him over and over again. But if you watch too much, you know, on the computer, you're gonna your head's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did he did kind of make that point. Um, but I mean, you know, if it was Harry Potter related, they were all into it, um, and they they really loved the tube slides at Volcano Bay, uh, which is something we didn't we, we didn't get into yet. Um, the family tubes they were they were okay with, but they really liked the individual tube slides at Volcano Bay. So did they do the big ones in the volcano? 
They did not do the big ones in the volcano. They did the the medium ones right next to the volcano. Okay. Um, right next to the water coaster, which they really like the water coaster as well. That one that had a longer wait than any ride we did at either one of the other two parks. The water coaster. Yeah. Every time mm-hmm. we would do our tapu tapu, it was an hour wait. So we rode it once when it first opened. That was about twenty minutes long, um, and then after that, it was about an hour minute. You know, an hour wait, and then we just said, guys, we we just don't have time to do it. So. Yeah. Uh, we did the Lazy River a couple of times, and then we did a lot of those individual tube slides a lot. It is a beautiful park, though. Did you guys enjoy the day yeah. there? Or Yeah, yeah, we did. I think we left about three, um, so we can go ride Hagrid's once. But then we, I think we went over to Universal Orlando, did a few things over there. Um, we tried to check out the uh, uh, DreamWorks dance party, but that they were closed at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a couple other little things um, since we hadn't been over there. We walked around Hogsmeade. Uh, not Hogsmeade, uh, Diagon Alley. Um, they play with their wands uh, that day. Um, we did a kind of little, took a break at that point and just walked around looking at stuff. And then we did Hagrid's. Um, but they really liked Volcano Bay. Uh, I mean, you can easily make that a full day at Volcano Bay. Um, open yeah. and close. Yeah. So It is a really, really nice park. If you're a water park person, it's, mm-hmm. I got to say it's pretty up there. Yeah, I, I will say the only thing we didn't like is that the food options, they only had one real restaurant open and it was not anywhere near where we had put our stuff down to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to kind of claim our beach chairs. Um, so we, we had a little bit of a walk to find anything that we wanted to eat. Okay. Um, but Well, it sounds like a good trip overall. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you asked about the rides, Legoland. Uh, it was the Great Lego Race. Um, they have a Lego Ninjago, which apparently is very similar to, uh, the Spider-Man ride at Disneyland, uh, the oh, okay. web slingers, you have a sensor on your car and you sit four people per row. Everybody has their own colors. So it's kind of like Spider-Man kind of like, um, men in black, Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story mania. Mm-hmm. Um, you have targets and everything that you got to shoot. Um, you're being attacked by, uh, Lego ninjas, I guess. And they're, they're trying to, um, overtake the Ninjago palace or whatever. And so you have that, your hand that you swipe over the sensor back and forth, back and forth, back and forth and shooting ninja stars, I guess at all the, the ninjas. Okay. Mandy came in first. The, um, first time we did it by, I mean, she doubled my score. Um, (laughs) she had like 180,000. Uh, Abigail had like 90,000 Blaine had like 35,000. And I think I had like 42. <laughs> so, nice. I could, I could not figure it out. And then, so I, you know, we, we did that ride three times. Um, cause I was like, no, we're, we're going to, I'm going to get better at this. I never really got better. And so I, uh, you know, the guy was like, you want to see your ride photos? Like, heck no, I don't want to see my ride photo on this. Like, I don't want to ride this thing ever again. And he kind of explained to me that it maybe it's because my hands are too big that the sensors have a hard time picking it up or things. Um, and I mean, I tried different ways. I, I, I was doing it like, you know, hand, you know, forward and backwards. I was doing it sideways. I was, I don't know. Abigail was up there karate <laughs> chopping with both hands, just like slicing, you know, bread or something. I don't know. I just going to town and she ended up like one day she, she, racked up and killed it and beat everybody. And I was like, I don't understand. The kid that can't hit a target whatsoever on any other ride can do this. Yeah, that's funny. Um, it, it was a fun ride. It really was. Um, 
that was probably one of their favorites. Um, he said, we did that one three times. We did a couple others multiple times just because there, there was no line. Uh, you could just walk on anything. And so it's, it's a good time to go to the parks. Um, they universal Lego land. And then we saw, uh, Disney, like that, that first weekend lines were kind of long, but even right now, if you look at the wait times for Disney, not bad, it's a great time to go. Yep. Um, well, you touched on there a photo. Um, did you do any photo pass type, uh, things at Legoland or universal? No, we did not. Um, just because we weren't really sure what to expect of it. Mm-hmm. And every ride has a photo just like, you know, Disney and universal. Um, but Legoland, we just didn't see the need to paying for it. Maybe if it was a you know larger crowd and we had waited you know a little bit longer, and we um, our kids were younger, maybe we might take some pictures. But we kept asking them, "Y'all want to take a picture of this?" No, and they just kept on walking. They they wanted a ride, so yeah. we weren't going to stand in the way of that. Um, Universal, I'm, normal Universal, I would say, yeah, we we probably would get the photo pass for that. But um, I didn't see a whole lot of photographers. I didn't see a whole lot of opportunities for those kind of things. Um, yeah, they tend to just be around the characters there. Yeah. Which, which typically aren't out too much right now. Um, we didn't see Marilyn Monroe. We did see hello kitty. Um, it was nice to see, and we didn't talk about this, but we, uh, it was nice to see a lot of the Hogwarts, uh, characters back out. The, the, the ones over by the castle that, uh, are on the stage that do the plays and sing and, um, the tales of beat on the bard. Um, those people are back. Mm-hmm. And so we heard them a lot while we were in line for Hagrid's. Um, but you but didn't I, see many characters overall? Because usually their characters no. at Universal are kind of on platforms and a little bit of distance yeah, from you. We, uh, we didn't see Islands Adventure. We didn't see, I say we saw Cyclops and Storm. Um, those are the only ones I remember seeing over there. But I think we just missed them. We didn't okay. see a whole lot of the car- cal- uh, the parades they have over there. We did see the Secret Life of Pets ones. Um, we did see Homer and Bart Simpson out. Um, we saw the Scooby-Doo people out. There were a lot more over at that park. At Universal. Islands of Adventure. Yeah. yeah, than there were Islands of Adventure. Um, I saw uh, Doc Brown from... Uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Um but not a whole lot of their like classic classics, um, like the Marilyn Monroe's, some of those, like we didn't, we Frankenstein's monster, Lucy yeah, or Desi. <laughs> nope. didn't really see any of those. Um, but the, the cool thing about this, so they have their parades, they have their little cavalcade that come by after they sing and dance and all that. You can actually walk up to them and get a picture of with them in front of their float, which I haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of cool at Disney. You know, they move on as soon as they're done. Um, but these, you, you you know, you can walk up to them. The Secret Life of Pets, we got pictures in front of, and the the pets would actually talk to the kids in real time, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice! So uh, the kids got a picture in front of Optimus Prime, um, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. Uh, that was the first time I'd seen him. I've seen Bumblebee a couple of times, but I haven't seen Optimus Prime. Um, didn't care anything about Scooby Doo. Um, they probably don't Bart really know who he is very much, do they? No, no. Bart and Homer Simpson, they didn't really know, but Blaine thought, you know, Bart's humor is funny, so he he wanted a picture with him. Um, and are these yeah, are still socially distanced pictures? or They are, yeah. They've, yeah. they've kind of got um, things in front of them. Um, okay. But, I mean, you, you can get about five feet or so, a little bit closer, honestly, but most of them, like you said, are on platforms, yeah. so that your face and their face aren't on the same level, so you can get a little bit closer. Cool. 
Oh. And what about food? How'd you do with food? Um, that I would say is probably the, the, the downfall of our vacation. Okay. Um, Legoland, the food was pretty good, um, but it was pretty pricey. Uh, we ate at Tusum's the first night we were there. I did uh, see your giant shake. Yep. It was um, mint chocolate chip. And they were like, how are you going to eat this after your meal and everything? I was like, oh, just watch. Uh, <laughs> Brian's like, it's ice cream. It's a shake. I'm, I'm good. good. Challenge accepted. <laughs> um, that that was really good. And I even talked to a couple people in, a, you know, on the on, on a, um, the bus from the airport or not the bus from the airport, uh, the boat from the uh, resort. I talked them into um, eating at Tusum's that night, too. Um, so I was like, you guys made it. And they said, we couldn't, after you gave the review, we couldn't pass it up. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But in, in the parks, it was kind of a struggle to find something that wasn't chicken fingers or hot dogs or pizza or anything like that, which I mean, has been the case for universal anyway. But when you have picky eaters, it's very, very hard for them not to repeat food over and over again. Yeah. So. There, there is a lot more, um, I guess, park food. At Universal, yeah. I think, because Universal yeah. only has two sit-down restaurants in each park. Everything else yeah. is quick service, um, and it's yeah. a lot of similar, like you know, half chicken pizza, chicken fingers, mm-hmm. um, side salad, burgers, dogs. Yeah, yeah. there's a so lot of did, that we, over there. We did, uh, we did Voodoo Donuts. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody got two donuts. Um, then um, we did NBC Grill uh, the day before we flew home, or the day we flew home, just. Because we wanted a nice meal finally before. And that's out at City Walk. It is at City Walk, yeah. Um, just like Toothsome's. And then we did, we just, we ate at our, our resort uh, once for dinner and Starbucks for breakfast. Um, but yeah, I mean, Universal is just very, very hard to f- try to find uh, a wide selection of food other than at City Walk. Uh, we did yeah. Margaritaville also one night. Um, I love Margaritaville. Yeah. So it's, it, it City Walk has got a nice selection, but inside the parks, like it's, it's it's very very it's hard a bit more to limited. try to find something. Yeah, if you get one of the table service restaurants there, they do have some great selections um, and some pretty good food there. But oh. most of the quick service, you're right, is just kind of yeah park food. And it's very very hard right now to get those table service reservations. Mm-hmm. So unless it's a Mythos, Mythos is a little easier, but that's a different kind of it's your Mediterranean style food, which not a lot of people like. I mean, I won't say not a lot of people. I mean, it's very hard to find somebody in your party that's going to eat something there. Like not everybody will, will have a taste for that. Yeah. When I've eaten there, it was really good, but yeah, it's, it's a different, different. I didn't mind well. it, but also it's kind of pricey. So I'd hate to take some kids that I know aren't going to eat and try to force True. them to eat something. True. So, but. Um, we did do something new that I've completely forgot to, to mention. Um, the dark arts yes. is going on at the castle. Um, we watched the show kind of periodically, kind of while we're going through. It was kind of crowded. I was kind of honestly afraid I was going to lose Blaine, who's watching everything, and Abigail, who just tends to move at her own pace. Um, <laughs> so we didn't we didn't sit down and watch the entire show. We kind of watched it as we were walking in, in line for Hagrid's because that was a great time to get in line for Hagrid's. Um, it is really cool. Those, those death eaters that are walking around, I've never seen them walk around before. Uh, this is the first year I've ever seen it. They really get into their character, the way that their bodies move when they cast the spells. Um, 
it really, really adds to the experience. And then they've got the green neon lights shooting up. They kept asking Abigail and Blaine to see their arms, to see if that, that Death Eater mark. And Abigail was like, I don't understand that. I said, they're looking for a tattoo. And finally she looked at one lady and she said, I don't have no tattoo. <laughs> and I was like, that's funny. And the lady looked at her and Abigail said, I'm not scared of you. <laughs> and so they went They went to town and they had a duel. And Abigail, the only one that she knew was, um, she knew Expelliarmus. She didn't use all that often. She used Wingardium Leviosa a lot. And I was like, why are you trying to make this lady fly? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> so um, we kept trying to teach her some of the other ones, but those were like her go-to. Sure. Um, and then Blaine yelled out um, one random spell. I want to say it was like Reparo or something like that. I can't remember. And the, mm. the guy just looked at him and like shoot him away. <laughs> and I was like... And I was like, Blaine, he just told you. He just looked at you and said, stupid muggle, you know, (laughs) shoot you off. So uh, it was really cool. cool. That that interaction was great. Um, And they do that every night. So it was really cool to see that for three nights in a row because we really got to kind of piece the whole story together over three nights. Nice. It was very dark. It was very crowded. And so if you have small kids, just kind of make sure they stay close. (laughs) Or the Death Eaters might get them. Yeah, I, mean, I really thought it out at one point. I was like, Abigail's just going to join them. So <laughs> so, it wouldn't surprise me if a snake, a skull and a snake showed up on her arm. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, good trip. Uh, you'd do it yeah. again. Oh, yeah. Um, especially when Abigail gets a little taller and she can do those bigger rides. Yep. But um, I, I mean, I did realize over this trip that Blaine is definitely a, a Disney fanatic mm-hmm. um he does love the harry potter uh stuff like the wizarding world of harry potter he said he would definitely go back and do a full day there um if we next time we went to disney or something um but yeah they're 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 ready for disney that's that's the next big step for us is, is going back to disney and seeing all that's the, the 50th and tron and guardians of the galaxy and remy's and space 220 uh, there's so much there that we got to go get to yeah very cool. Well, great information. Thanks for sharing all that about Legoland and Universal. Um, so, uh, you know, if that makes anybody interested in going to Universal, please remember that we can help you out there as well. So reach out and let us know. Um, like I said, I have clients that are going to be checking in very shortly uh, to Portofino Bay for um, one of their uh, their kids' is, is eighth birthday while they're there. So mm-hmm. that ought to be fun, too. I, I will say, like, if you're staying at... Like, I know it's not a big beach pop, uh, destination, but if you're if you're going to say Petersburg or Tampa or somewhere like that, that one hour drive, one hour and a half hour drive or so to uh, Legoland, that would be worth it for you guys if you want something to do on you know a non beach day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have small kids, I mean, it was very very fun, even for parents. I mean, we it's one of those you can say basically you're tall enough for everything. Um, go get on a ride and we're just going to sit on the bench and wait for you guys to get off. It was so nice to be able to do that. Especially when you didn't want to ride something. Yeah. So that's cool. Very nice. So we do have a little bit of news we want to get to before we get too far. Yep. Yeah. So I am. I'm uh, it's funny. Disney was putting out news, 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 news. And all of a sudden, like over the last week, now that everything is out, it's like everything has stopped, but we're still just kind of waiting for like, okay, you guys have put this stuff out there. How's it going to work? And the first one is the Genie Plus, right? Yes. So we finally get information on Genie Plus. So uh, Disney Genie is coming uh, to 
you know, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World on the apps very soon. So the regular genie is basically your My Disney experience. It's got some new interactive things that's going to help you try to plan your day. Um, I'm reserving judgment until we see that. But they did announce mm-hmm. Genie Plus. So Genie Plus is um, what is replacing Fast Passes. So Genie Plus gives you access to the Lightning Lanes. So we did get an announcement that this will go um, into effect starting on October 19th. So very shortly, um, Genie Plus will be available. Uh, Genie Plus will be $15 per person per day. And uh, we do have a full list of all the attractions in all four of the parks that are included in that $15 per person per day. Um, We have gotten clarification that you can only get Lightning Lane access to one attraction once per day. So if you wanted to do... um, I don't know, let's say Peter Pan's flight and you, you get the lightning lane. You can only do it once. You can't get the lightning lane again later in the day if you've already done it. So you can only get it once. So basically, fast passes are gone. They no longer exist. And, and lightning lane and Genie Plus has replaced that. So it is a paid option and it works um, in a nutshell. If you are staying at a resort, you can get your first lightning lane selection starting at 7 a.m. If you're staying at a Disney resort. Uh, If you are not staying on Disney property, you can get your first lightning lane selection at 9 a.m. or whatever hour the park opens for the park you're going to. Um, And you get one at a time. So you pick your lightning lane um, that you want to do first. And as you use each lightning lane access, you can go to the app and you can request another one. So there's no more booking in advance. There's no more any of this stuff. It's all day of. Um, So there's a list of all the attractions that are included for that $15 per person per day. Um, We will have that available as well. And then in addition, there are two attractions at each park, which were sort of e-ticket rides um, that are not included in the $15 per person per day. They are individual payment access, and you can only pay for two of those um, individual lightning lanes per day. So, you know, we know which attractions they are. Um, Prices are going to vary. So we do know that uh, if you are at Epcot, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is one of those that is an individual prepaid option. So you can pay, um, for example, if you are working on the um, uh, virtual queue and you don't get in the virtual queue and you really want to see Remy's, then you'll have an option to pay to get in the Lightning Lane access and go take that. Um, they're ranging anywhere from 7 to 9 and $11 is what we're hearing right now, depending on day and crowd availability. Um, Another attraction that is now available for um, the individual lightning lane is Rise of the Resistance. So Rise of the Resistance right now has paused the virtual queue. They are doing standby line just like any other attraction. The lines I'm seeing are like less than an hour at Rise of the Resistance, which is great. But if you don't want to wait in line and you want to take that option, um, you will have an individual paid option to do Rise of the Resistance once per day. Um, And we're told that is starting at $15 per person for that attraction. So, you know, family of four, if you want to guarantee your spot on rise of the resistance, you're looking at an extra $60, which I I just, I just don't know about this. Um, One, I don't, I don't trust the technology to start. Um, So we'll kind of see how this goes. The fact that they're releasing this, the day they're going to start using it. Yeah. I, well, for the technology, I trust the technology just because they had Max Pass at Disneyland, which was basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I did use that at Disneyland and it worked very well. Um, so the technology on that part of it, I feel like they, they should have the kinks worked out of that part. Um, $15 per person for Rise of the Resistance, I think, is steep. Um, but I know there's people out there who will pay it, you know. 
Yeah, I just so so right now I just pulled up the wait time for Rise of the Resistance. It's 150 minutes right now for the wait time. Mm-hmm. Is that sixty dollars worth worth it to you to go to ride that? Yeah, and um, it's just over two hours. But the parks, um, you yeah. know, it's what not even noon when we're recording this at the parks right now. Yeah, so yeah. So we've seen that drop I mean, down to under an hour later in the day. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, that's just a decision you guys are going to have to make for your family, and I mean, we're exactly. here to help you figure that out. But um, one thing we did learn about this is if you choose to pay for rise of resistance today and you hop over to animal kingdom, you cannot get it for flight of passage. Correct? No, you can, you can get it in multiple parks. If you have a park hopper, maybe it's, maybe it's just the basic genie. Like once you, I like, this is one of those, where I feel like this, the information keeps changing as well. Cause we were told well, initially, you can get two at a time. And now yeah, I dropped it down to, to one. one. So it, well, it was kind of like that with max pass. You could, I think you could get one like every half an hour or so. So I think now they're just saying you have to use one before you can get the next one, yeah. but you can park hop and it will let you get, um, selections in different parks if you are park hopping. Um, but it's a max of two of the individual lightning lane paid options a day. So if you were at Hollywood studios in the morning and you did pay, for Rise of the Resistance, and you hopped over to Animal Kingdom later, they are saying you could pay for a flight of passage, but then that's your two a day, and you can't get any more of those paid ones. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking, but I was, this is to me, like, if all I want to do is ride flight of passage all day long, and I'm paying for it, I should have the right to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if, if all my kids want to do is ride Peter Pan all day and I pay the, you know, the $15 per person, I should be able to ride, ride uh, Peter Pan all day. I understand this. This allows other people the opportunity to ride it who may mm-hmm. not get to otherwise. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like, you know. I think it's I'm, trying I'm to help paying... with the abuse that people had with the fast passes in the past. So there yeah. were a lot of of ways kind of around fast pass of, in the past. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of hacks and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm not paying 40 bucks for my family of four to go red expedition Everest. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, agree. Just, I'm just not, you know, I agree. So. We'll, we'll do the standby line for that one or, or, and, and that's yeah. what I'm, I'm excited. You and I, I know it's kind of far away, but I know I'm excited that you and I are going in January and we're going to kind of play with this a little bit. We may, you know, one day for Hollywood Studios may get the Genie Plus and, and use it and then maybe not use it um, for another day. Like, I know we'll have it, but maybe we won't use it just so we can kind of compare yeah. um, the days and see how things are going to work. Because it's also going to be, I mean, it's not based on availability. They're going to sell an unlimited amount of these, but there may be days you don't need them. Yeah. If it's you low know, attractions, low wait times and things, sep- you may not need it. September, you may not need it. September is right. typically a low low time. Christmas time. You may want this. You yeah. may fork out the any holidays hundred bucks to do this. So, yep. So yeah, it's it's something that you know we definitely want to keep an eye on. So we we know what's going on for you guys, but um, and we know there's tons and tons of questions around this, and we do have details yeah. now that we can help you with. So those details yep. have finally been published. We do know what we can help you with now. So reach out to us. Yep. Yep. So. All right. So. I don't know like if it's just because I've had a lot of extra free time on my hands or not, but I've been going through Disney Plus just surfing for things to watch. Um, I recently watched the whole series of The Bad Batch. Thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Uh, Haven't gotten that one Cruella. yet. Watched Cruella. Love Cruella. Uh, I thought that was a phenomenal movie. Uh, great backstory to it. 
And I know you probably have as well, but this weekend we watched the Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus. I did. I did. Well, what are your thoughts? I thought they did a great job. I thought it was really fun. Um, it was an interesting telling. It's basically a telling of the attraction almost. Um, they used a lot of lines from the attraction. Um, they recreated a lot of the scenes and the sets from the movie at, in Muppet size. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, my my kids in, uh, enjoyed it. We we watched it as a family on Sunday, and I mean, it was pretty cute. It's pretty fun. Uh, Blaine does not like the Haunted Mansion at all. He likes the movie. Yeah. So um, they yeah, there was nothing scary distract- about this one at all. It's Muppets. No, I mean the graveyard's there. It's got a lot of the tombstones from the ride there. The mm. stretching room is there. The Doom buggies are in it. Um, I mean, it is just a fun movie. And I mean, we know it would be because it's Muppets, but they they do tell a lot of the same jokes and a lot of the storyline yep. from the, the attraction. Um, the bride is in there, all that. Um, I don't know. It's full of dad jokes. So it yep. was very, very well, cute. The Muppets, thought, but yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be uh, a little bit longer. I thought there the cameos would be a little bit more um, specific, I say famous, yeah. but more recognizable, I guess. Yeah. Um, when we went back and started looking at some of the cameos in it, I was like, guys, this is um, this guy was on the mass singer. Um, this guy is the America's funniest videos guy. Mm-hmm. This girl was on Jesse, one of the Disney shows that the kids watch all the time. And they're like, she's like six in the show. And she's like 19 on the, uh, you know, yeah, yep. in this movie. And I was like, it's been a long time, yep. <laughs> you know? And so uh, Juan Stamos was in it. And I thought that was pretty funny. Um, it's, it's, it's really John Stamos, but, uh, Pepe is one of my favorites. I love him. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a cute little movie. So if you guys haven't had a chance to watch that yet, definitely spend a week, uh, one of the Saturday or Sunday nights with your family and check that out. Yeah. And the, the singing busts. So the singing busts are in there singing Grim Grinning Ghosts. One of the busts is Pat Sajak. Yes. I was like, what? Yes. What? Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I never would have thought he would be in a Muppet movie, but there he was. Yep. So thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That opening song, uh, um, you know, where they're in the graveyard, they actually talk about many of the mm-hmm. uh, actual tombstones that are in front of the Haunted Mansion. Yep. So tell yep. the stories of what happened to some of those uh, folks yep. have departed us and things. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed Darren, it. Darren Chris does a really good job with that. Um, yeah, we, we liked that one. And then there was another one that we saw right after that that was uh, basically just a, a uh, an hour-long commercial of the 50th anniversary. Uh, that was pretty <laughs> neat as well. It had Christina Aguilera doing a song. And then um, I think her name is Hallie, Hallie something did a song at the end. And she was pretty good as well. Um, so lots of lots of good stuff on Disney Plus to watch at the moment. We actually just watched Black Widow, too. So Oh, yeah. I finished that one up. I, I did watch that one. It was... Um, I started it on the plane uh, and then I finished it up when we got home because it was the plane ride was too fast. So. <laughs> All right. It's a good one. We have some more information about Disney. Some new things. We do. We do. So um, we were told magic bands were going away. They're kind of however, phasing out, but yeah. Maybe yeah. Not. However, there is a um, special edition 50th anniversary magic band that is going to be coming out and it is an interactive magic band that you can use for several different things like play, a, play like a bounty hunter in gal- in a galaxy far, far away uh, and find virtual bounties throughout the black spire outpost in star Wars galaxy's edge. So that's kind of cool. 
Uh, you can interact with the Disney Fab 50 character collection, which are the golden sculptures spread throughout the Walt Disney World theme parks. I want to see how that works. Like, do you walk up, touch the band to them? Do they talk to you? Like, I want to know how yeah. that works. That yeah. sounds that sounds really cool. Um, and then you can experience nighttime spectaculars in a new way as you see the band light up and complement the magic in the skies, including the new Harmonious and Disney Enchantment at Magic Kingdom, which we are not going to talk about because there's a lot of love hate out there for these shows and we're waiting for that to kind of die down because I didn't mind harmonious. I thought it was, I love the soundtrack. Um, but I know people have a, you know, like I said, love hate relationship with Disney fireworks. And so we don't want to be insensitive to anybody's feelings. Let's let them kind of well, get used to it. First. I'm reserving judgment on those until I see them in person, especially harmonious. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Um, but we had people there that said they loved them, and then we had people that said they didn't. So we'll, we'll just kind of have to see. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm excited about this Magic Band Plus option. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I love the Magic Bands. I think it's easier than carrying a card around. Yes. Um, and they look they look pretty nice. They look um, cool. I'm I'm really curious that they're doing this interactive thing with the shows because yeah. what happened to the Made with Magic stuff? That's just kind of like phased out. So, you know, they had pal Mickey for a while that would talk to you and tell you things um, as you carried your Mickey stuffed pal around the parks. Um, don't see those anymore. And then they had those made with magic things where they had the gloves or the ears or hats and things that would also light up, um, you know, in synchronization with phantasmic or um, mm -hmm. wishes or things like that. And those have all just kind of phased away, too, and they haven't really done much with them. So now they're bringing back this magic band that does something similar. So I'm like, yeah, hmm. kind of interested. I, like I want to like, see what it's like. If, if it's the actual magic band that talks, I feel like I'd be walking around like a spy. Somebody <laughs> just like, you know, Dick Tracy talking to you out of your yeah. magic band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited to see that. I'll probably buy one when we go in January. Just to kind of check that out. Um, another cool thing that they've got going on now, though, too, is a um, special uh, 50th anniversary photo pass opportunities. Mm -hmm. We um, knew those were coming. And, and Disney, yeah. And, and Disney, you know, we knew they were coming. Disney does these all the time, but the, the special ones that are there are pretty cool. They've got the balloons, but they're the 50th anniversary balloons that you're holding up. Mm -hmm. So that one's different. They're iridescent. Um, I think the iridescent border magic shot where it kind of has a, you know, when you put a filter on, you have the opportunity to kind of change it. So you, you, the corners of the pictures kind of have that iridescent feel to it. Um, you have a special confetti magic shot where you and the people in your, your party are holding out your hands and you're blowing confetti out of your hands. And the confetti is actually um, Mickey silhouettes. So that one is pretty cool as well. And then they have special nighttime ones with the, um, I guess they call them the icons. Um, where all the icons are lit up. I love the Tree of Life version, and I love the Epcot Spaceship Earth. Those two are, are, are some of my favorite. The castle has a kind of like a um, pixie dust falling off of it. Uh, Spaceship Earth has neon globes and lights that are kind of shining off. Hollywood uh, Studios has the Tower of Terror, which is kind of hard to see, but it's lit up in different colors and has a kind of more of a pixie dust background and the tree of life looks like it has fireflies coming out of yep. it, which I think is really cool. 
Uh, and then at Epcot, again, you have um, Remy's Ratatouille, where you and your party are pointing towards this mouse who is running through the street with a, like, a mushroom in their hand, headed off to, I guess, possibly cook something. Uh, so that one is really cool. And then also you have complimentary wallpapers that you can download and put on your uh, phones or backdrops for anything that you guys are interested. So just thought that was kind of cool. I love Memory Maker and all the yeah. different options that you can do. And uh, I thought the magic shots were pretty cool. Yeah, my mom was just there. Um, she came back in, er, the 11th of September. And with her memory maker, there's a bunch of those um, phone and um, computer wallpapers that are included in her memory maker package. So you can download mm-hmm. and use as well. So kind of cool. Yeah. All right. One more bit of news that we have. People have been waiting for this a lot, a lot. So we have finally uh, heard the first... Um, voyages of the Galactic Star Cruiser are now in the works. So Galactic Star Cruiser is the Star Wars hotel um, at Walt Disney World. Uh, It will now start voyages on March 1st in 2022. Um, They are doing pre-sales right now for um, like Disney Visa Club, uh, Disney Visa card holders, annual pass, um, and DVC. So that's starting. um, And then just in the next few days, uh, the reservations will open up to everyone. So it starts on March 1st. I'm heard, I'm, I've already heard March 1st departures are sold out. Um, yeah. So this is a two-night experience at uh, a Walt Disney World Resort, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, it is probably one of the most expensive two-day experiences available, um, aside from you know VIP tours, <laughs> depending on how long you do those. But yeah. um, So just to give you an idea, we do... We do have an agent who has made a couple of bookings. Um, so for uh, March 31st, uh, you know, a month into their new voyages, uh, a family of five, it's two adults, three kids, ages 10, eight, and six. So for that two night experience, you're looking at $6,905, So that's an early Christmas present. And then we also have pricing on the same voyage for two adults and one child age 10, looking at $5,932 and change. So just to give you an idea of what you're looking at for prices, that's prices for um, three and five in early March, well, end, end of March, but early early departures. Um, not going to be a cheap experience, but I still want to do it. I don't know about you, but I want to I, 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 I want to see it, but for the pricing... I think I'd much rather do a cruise. So yeah, I don't know. Well, this does include your meals while you're there and it does include an excursion to um, Hollywood studios and Batu. So you will be able to take a shuttle to Batu from the cruiser. Um, There's a few things like that. There's a lot of interactive things that are supposed to be involved in this. Um, So I'm like, I'm a star Wars fan. I grew up with it. I totally want to try it. Um, It's, it's, it's two Hollywood studios. Like you don't, you're not just in, Galaxy's Edge, right? Yeah. Well, it does you take to to you to Bal- it does you will actually take the shuttle to Galaxy's Edge to Batu. Yeah, the 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 back entrance, but it Well, there is no back entrance for it. anybody else. Yeah, it's built just for this. Yeah. Um but, but yes, you, you to, still you can go to the rest of Hollywood Studios. Correct. So with a party of 4, I mean, you and I both know that that easily could be close to $500. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go to Hollywood Studios anyway, you take that out of the price. Um so I mean, yeah, it's not so bad. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's up there. It really is. But and your meals you are included at, and some drinks yeah, and things. So, so. I, I look at it as basically you're on a cruise that doesn't go anywhere. Well, um, you're on a star cruiser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, but I mean, you're not in the ocean. You you like you you don't go anywhere. Like you're physically staying in the same spot. But um, you look at those prices. A three night to you know a four night there is you know four thousand dollars. So yeah. and that includes your food and everything. So it's very very comparable. So a, a Star Wars fan, I mean, this is this is a wonderful opportunity to really get that feel. And I mean, we know people that. They spend all day there doing every Star Wars thing they can do. The droids, the sabis, the mm-hmm. ogas. I mean, it's 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 full on. This is all I'm doing this trip. This is why I'm I'm booking it so I can go experience this. So, I mean, that's 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 the trip of a lifetime for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we've been talking about it. My my mom, my brother and I really want to do this. So let me book it for you. um yeah that that's what i'm sure we'll be doing on our own but um it it not not cheap but it's it's becoming available and we're getting pricing so you know if this is something you're interested in um let us know soon um so once the um bookings open for everyone uh coming up here at the end of october you will be able to book through september of 2022 right now so end of october when it starts through september 2022 and th- this is going to be sold out for quickly a year in advance. I would think it's, it's, it's going to be hard to get a reservation. So don't, I mean, we'll try, but I would expect to at least plan on a year out, which I mean, a lot of people are going to need to save up the money for this anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't think you're going to get a reservation and go right now. Like it's going to be very, very hard to get that. Yes. Um, I agree, but it's available soon. Yep. So let us know. Yep. All right, we're running a little long, so that kind of wraps up yeah. our episode today. But we had a lot of great information. Good to talk to you about Universal and Legoland and hear about current Disney news and the fun things that are going on. Yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of things. So as usual, you know, we like to uh, end our episode with a quote. So we are going to give you a quote this time from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And that is, it's our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. And that is from the very wise Albus Dumbledore, Harry Potter. Oh, yep. So, well, thank you guys for listening. Feel free to comment with all your own thoughts. Um, if you have any questions about Legoland or Universal, um, I know I just got back, but Alan has been to both of those as well. Um, well, he's been to Universal and knows a little bit about <laughs> Legoland. So uh, we, we, we can definitely help you, you know, get those answers that you guys are looking for. So uh, let us know. And as your mouse experts, we're always here to help answer all your Disney Universal destination questions and help you prepare for that next magical vacation, uh, where, wherever that destination may be. So uh, if you enjoy the show, please, like always, share this episode with anyone you might uh, feel like would enjoy it as well. We're always looking to grow our audience. Uh, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Uh, please leave us a comment, send us an email. Um, you know, for anything that you, sh- if you guys are just looking for uh, show topics or you have any suggestions or if you just love an episode, we want to hear from you. Absolutely. So, um, you can reach out to us by our emails or uh, by one of the contact methods listed in the show description. And, Guys, you know, we love hearing from you, so please keep those coming. Uh, we don't always mention them on the air, but we do read them, um, and, and we will comment back. So uh, definitely let us know 
what your thoughts are. What, what can we do better? What, you know, we love talking to you. So talk to us. Absolutely. Until next week, guys, we will catch you later. Thanks everybody. Bye-bye. Bye guys. <laughs>